Hi dancers, let's talk about intuitive eating. It's the process of listening to your body's needs, its hunger, its fullness, and its satisfaction in order to fuel your body. A major part of learning how to eat intuitively is knowing how to listen to your body's innate feelings of hunger and fullness and satisfaction. Dancers happen to be very body aware. See, we've been trained for years to know exactly what our body is doing. I mean, you try dancing without a mirror on stage. It's not that easy. So like I said, we've been trained to be very body aware in the sense that we can feel exactly what's going on from the inside out, especially in regards to our placement and our technique. But when it comes to listening to our body in regards to fueling it for performance, this is where things get a little tricky. Our body happens to be very smart. It's biologically wired to tell us when it's hungry or when it needs food for fuel and when it's full or when it's had sufficient amounts of food. Your body's hormones, specifically leptin and ghrelin, help to regulate this process. Leptin is our feel-full hormone and it doesn't usually kick in until about 20 minutes into a meal. So you've probably heard in the past to slow down while you're eating. Well, that's essentially because your leptin hasn't kicked in yet to sense fullness. And ghrelin, this is our feel hungry hormone. It kicks in when our blood sugar is low and we're in need of a boost of energy. That's when the body releases ghrelin to let you know that it's time to eat. But as we age, external factors begin to impede on this internal process of appetite regulation. But what do I mean by external factors? So let me share a quick example. Picture this, you're at a dinner party with friends, you've eaten your meal, you feel full, but then dessert is served. Now you are physically full from your meal, but that dessert in front of you, that brownie sundae looks so delicious and you know from past experience that it is delicious. Obviously, you wanna take part in dessert, but does this mean if you were to eat the dessert that you are not listening to your body's innate feelings of fullness? Well, spoiler alert, no, it doesn't mean that. External factors like nostalgic memories or past experiences around foods that you really love are an incredible reason to eat that food and enjoy it. In this instance, an external factor or your past experience enjoying that brownie sundae is technically going to impede on your physical feelings of fullness. And guess what? That's okay. Other external factors include emotions like stress and nerves, anxiety. These can cause an overwhelming disconnect between you and your body's feelings of fullness, which can technically result in overeating or maybe even undereating, depending on how you personally handle your stress. Another external factor, dancing. Yep, believe it or not, exercise, especially strenuous exercise, blunts our intuitive feelings 
of hunger. So if you ever feel like you are navigating a hectic schedule between school, classes, rehearsals, performances, and you are just not hungry, well, it totally makes sense. You genuinely might not feel hungry, but I can assure you at some point, once you start eating, you are going to feel famished, which is why today we are discussing not only how to reconnect to your intuitive feelings of hunger and fullness, but we're also discussing times when it may or may not be practical to actually rely on those innate feelings of hunger. So let's dive in. If you feel like you have disordered eating or maybe you've been diagnosed with an eating disorder, then listening to hunger cues gets a little bit more complicated. In fact, Intuitive eating is usually not the initial goal for someone who is recovering from an eating disorder or very restrictive eating habits. And this is because we can't necessarily trust those intuitive feelings of hunger. Why? Well, our body, as I said before, is pretty smart. If we're under fueling it for a consistent amount of time, it gets pretty used to running with a low fuel tank. And as a result, your appetite is pretty much going to be temporarily non-existent. So eating enough calories and of course eating enough food throughout your day is essential. If you want to learn how to fuel your body intuitively and how to trust your hunger and fullness. Generally, you want to focus on a flexible meal plan that incorporates a meal or snack every two to four hours, depending on your personal schedule. And if you need a bit more specific assistance to make sure that you're actually eating enough calories throughout the day, then you'll wanna reach out to a registered dietitian nutritionist who can help you figure that out. And by the way, most of the dancers that come to work with me don't even realize how much they're actually under eating throughout the day, simply because they're trying to listen to their hunger cues, but because they're so busy, those hunger cues are off schedule. You guys burn a lot of calories throughout the day. You have to fuel your body. Now, when I say flexible meal plan, you're probably like, well, Rachel, isn't that counterintuitive? Isn't that an external cue? Well, you are totally right. It is an external cue, but it's also a tool that's going to help us bridge into developing that ability to listen to our innate feelings of hunger and fullness. We wanna make sure that our body's metabolism is running efficiently. And to do that, it needs enough fuel throughout the day. My second tip is to say, see you later to those unnecessary restrictive food rules. These are those rules that are telling you how much you should eat. What do I mean by this? Calorie counts, macro counting, my fitness pal. These are all unnecessary external cues that are controlling your food intake in a way that's impeding your ability to listen to those innate cues. With the exception of that flexible meal plan I spoke about earlier, I want you to steer clear of a restrictive caloric allowance that's centered around focused rules, telling you how much, when, what you should eat. Instead, check in mid-meal and ask yourself, at this point, will I feel comfortably full and satisfied 
for the next few hours or at least until my next snack or meal. Now remember, to answer that question, you're going to have to consider what foods you're eating. Are they satisfying you? Do you like them? Or are you just eating them because you think they might be healthy? You wanna think about the foods that you are choosing to eat and the amount that you're eating, making sure that it is sufficient for your dancing body. And my final tip, using the hungerfulness scale. You've removed those restrictive external cues and you're fueling your body sufficiently throughout the day. Now you're ready to tune in to the scale. Well, not the body scale, the hungerfulness scale. But first, remember, dancers can't always rely on their hunger cues, especially when they're insanely busy. So you want to pick a time, such as on a day off, on a weekend, when you can in fact tune in. So I'll say it again, if you're navigating a very hectic dance schedule, you're gonna be better off relying on that flexible meal plan for fueling throughout your day. But let's say now you have a day off or an afternoon off and you feel like, hey, let me give this a try. This is where the hunger fullness scale is going to be helpful. Most often it is so easy for us to feel the extremes of the scale, like extreme hunger, which we can feel in our stomach and even in our head as headaches, mood swings, a drop in blood sugar, fatigue. We also tend to do a really good job at feeling the other end of the spectrum, extreme fullness, where you are so uncomfortable, you have to unbutton your pants. You want to aim for that four through six or seven range, where you're starting to feel hungry, usually in your stomach, and as you're eating, you're starting to feel comfortably full and satisfied. And asking yourself that very important mid-meal question. If I were to stop eating at this point, will I remain comfortably full and satisfied for the next few hours or at least until my next meal or snack? Well, there you have it. Learning how to listen to your hunger and fullness cues is an incredible skill to start learning as a dancer. You'll learn how to incorporate this tool into your sustainable lifestyle, all while finding that food freedom does exist. I hope you've enjoyed. I can't wait to speak to you soon.